Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. In today's episode, I'm going to interview my guest, Kelly Doyle. Kelly is a Harvard graduate, a media specialist, public relations executive, and former TV producer for NBC Network News in New York. Cosmic Scene. My guest today is Kelly Doyle. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Hello, Jill. Every day I get to see you, I always leave feeling better than when I started. I think you're going to be especially happy today because for our healing segment on Cosmic Scene, I'm going to be doing a gong healing. And you recently got to experience that. And boy, it seemed like you really liked it. I loved it. Um, I've learned through my relationship with you over the last uh, 12 years to open my mind to different experiences. I went in to see you on a particular occasion recently feeling a high level of anxiety and stress. Um, Had tried to feel better in a variety of different ways and came to see you truly in crisis. You actually reached out to me because you got a sign from above from my father who, who died this past year, and he came to you in a dream and asked you to reach out to me, which blew my mind, but was exactly what I needed. And after we had our usual helpful healing conversation with your um, level of insight that, that no one else um, can provide, you told me I needed this gong experience, and boy, did I ever. I, I was lying there listening to this gong, and it was like a release throughout my body. I literally had chills. Um, it was wild. It was wild, but it was very, very immediately effective. And I was so excited about it. I left just feeling invigorated, feeling positive, um, and it had a lasting effect too. So yeah, bring on the gong. Well, thank you so much for that feedback, Kelly. And that's what my listeners have to look forward to at the end of our segment is the gong healing. I want to talk about though, about how you did find me 12 years ago and what your state of mind was back then and how it may have shifted over the last 12 years. If you would like to share with my listeners your experience. I can remember vividly the very first time I met you. We were at our shared close friends restaurant. I was just starting to go through a divorce. I was a single mom in my 30s with three very young children, and there was only one place, um, one restaurant where I felt in those early stages of my divorce where I could go out alone and I felt okay. It's sort of hard to walk into those kind of environments when you're in that situation by yourself. But there was this one restaurant, because my friend was the owner, where I, I felt like I could go and, and sit down by myself after I put my kids to bed, my parents would be watching the kids, and I could go and get a little social relief and our mutual friend introduced us and your profession and what you're calling and what you do is just something that had never been part of my life experience. I literally never had a palm read. I'd never done anything with tarot cards. I had never had a psychic reading. I didn't entirely understand what it was that you do. Um, All I knew is that my friend, whose opinion I value dearly, um, was very, very reliant on you and and entrusted um, a lot to you and you know you were really really an enormous support mechanism for her so as I remember it I took your card you gave me your card and said I look forward to seeing you and I thought to myself oh that's interesting that she thinks that I'm going to call for an appointment but I held onto your card for 10 months 
And 10 months later, I found myself at a rock bottom low emotionally, just feeling incredibly alone and profoundly sad. And I walked out of my place of work, which was at Rose Wharf in Boston, and I stared out at the harbor, and I picked up my phone, and I called you, and I made an appointment for a reading. And that started a relationship that went on for years, where I would see you. I only allowed myself to, because I considered it a little bit of an indulgement, to go once a month. And there were some months that were such tough months that I literally would count down the days. And this was literally at a time before we could make recordings on our um, iPhones. I got, I went to Radio Shack to date myself. I bought an audio cassette recorder and I would tape every session I had with you. And I had a little box next to my bed. And at night after my kids had all gone to sleep, I would sit in the dark with a pair of headphones and I would listen to your session and it would give me hope because there's all the things you take away in that hour or hour and a little bit of time, all of those messages. I mean, there are so many things you say that are so insightful and you don't, it's coming over you in waves and it, you, there's only so much you can take in in that moment, but your insight and support was so invaluable to me that I literally through the month would listen to the session again and again and again. And every time I listened to it, I would take away something new. And a lot of what you would do, I guess more than anything, you're a source of hope. You're, I think a lot of people that are in your profession, um, they're, they, they operate on pushing people's fear buttons and awfulizing and frightening. And they're, to some extent, I think there are a lot of alarmists in your profession. And you, you are never that on any day in any moment. And that's what was so wonderful for me. And I, I tried to allude to this a little bit earlier, but there wasn't ever an occasion where... I didn't leave feeling better than when I arrived. And that says a lot. That's sort of try, how I try to gauge even my closest circle of friends is, you know, the people I want in my life are the people that when I, when I leave them, we all feel better from the time spent together. And that was what it was like going to sessions with you is you always left me with a thread of hope, regardless of how difficult what I was going through. And a lot of what we talked about in those early years was I just felt very alone and it was hard being the age I was with small children, being a single parent. And I had this concept and very traditional idea of family. And I just, it's so hard when you don't know what the future holds for you. And people can tell you, oh, you'll have another chapter or you're going to get married again or you'll find someone special to share your life with. But when you don't know, you don't know. But you were the one source I could go to and I could talk out these fears I had. And and you always gave me hope. And the beauty was there's an element of it that's really fun. Um, seeing you is fun because you give your clients these, you make these predictions of things that are going to play out for them. And I would leave so excited to say, okay, when's it going to happen? How is it going to happen? I had my radar on waiting for things to happen. And then I'd get so excited because these things inevitably would play out and would happen. And then I'd pick up the phone and call you and say, remember, you told me blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how you do this and provide the service for the number of people you do a day. It must be so emotionally and mentally exhausting. And I don't know how you even remember all the things you channel and that you say for your clients. But I would, because I was, again, like listening to the tapes again and again and again, and probably had the memory anytime anything you predicted for me happened I would get on the phone and call you and say guess what and it was fun 
Thank you for that, Kelly. That is such wonderful feedback. And yes, the fact that you have worked with me over the years and we've seen quite a progression in your life has been so encouraging. And I just am kind of chuckling when I hear the fact that you were listening over and over to those cassette tapes back in the day, uh, looking forward to the next uh, installment of of a, a reading session. And if I remember correctly, when you first came to me, I actually did your astrology chart, but I also did a lot of psychic work with you. And I noticed there's certain clients that are very receptive and open, whether they realize it or not, to the psychic information. And you were one of those. I was, and you won me over in the first session, and you only just reminded me of this in what you just said, but. You, yes. So when we met, you would channel and you would sort of, I'd call it your psychic pop. You would go into a state and tell me things, what you were seeing, and it it would be about me. And then you'd sort of come out of it and we'd pull up the astrology chart. And that's when you would get sort of the roadmap of when and how things were going to happen. But at the very first time I met you, you referenced something about my ex-husband that no one knew. And it had been frankly so painful that I had pushed it aside in my mind. It had been an incident that happened uh, two years prior. So I left my husband. Um, he's profoundly mentally ill. He struggles with mental illness today. He hasn't seen our three children in, in a decade. And it was a very, um, you know, it was a story of knowing someone, having someone be someone, and then having them profoundly change. Um, and illness just took over his life. But the shift for me in terms of ending that relationship was when I went from being um, in his mind on the good team to being some form of an enemy because he was very paranoid. And there had been an incident when I had moved out to Arizona with him and um, it got very scary and I felt um, threatened and I almost left. And when you met with me for the first time and when you're in your psychic state, you said you feel a tremendous amount of guilt that you stayed as long as you did, but you only had one opportunity. The universe had only provided you with one opportunity that you didn't take before you took the second opportunity a year later. And I remember, and I'm getting chills now thinking about it, and I got chills at the time. I had literally blocked it out because it had been so scary. But so let's say we were meeting in the summer I had left him the summer prior. It was the summer before that that I had had this incident. And you, I had blocked it out. And you, you knew. And you told me. And you comforted me. And you said, you didn't waste time. You feel really guilty that you wasted all this time. And why didn't you leave this person? And, and you just, when you, when you knew that, that story that I myself didn't even remember because it was too, too painful, I said, wow, she actually really knows. She knows me. She knows my history. And it's the first time we've met. Thank you for sharing that, Kelly. It's amazing how um, the information comes through for me, and I'm I'm glad that you're validating that um, because basically I don't remember what happens in sessions. I get something called spiritual amnesia, and I think that is to protect my clients and also to protect myself because you know I can't really walk around with all this intensity in in my head and in my field. But it is very interesting the process, and I'm really glad that you're sharing that. And so that was your first marriage. I want to kind of 
talk about something really fun and positive that happened in your sessions. And I think I remember that I was predicting your current husband coming in, who you've been with now for a while. But I remember describing the conditions in my spiritual state and my trans state of your incoming husband at the time, who you hadn't even known or met. And you can follow up with the rest of the details about that story. Oh my gosh. It is actually, when you think back on it, completely hilarious. You predicted him to a T. I so my husband's Walter. Walter's wonderful. There was a period of time when Jill was seeing him coming. She kept saying, he's coming in. He's coming in. And I'd go like, when is he coming? Where is he? Because there was a certain amount of time I had to wait. But when he came in, there were all of these very random, particular details you provided. You said, you know, you work at the Boston Harbor Hotel, and people come by sea from the commuter boat, but this person is coming from the other direction. And then, strangely enough, Walter at the time was living at, what is the name of that beautiful historic building that's across the street? He used to rent a hotel room at this building, and you're right, he was coming from the other direction. You said, I see Cape Cod. I see fireplaces. I I see you getting to embrace the recreation that you used to love, being on the water, um, boating. I see you in the winter skiing in big fireplaces. All of these things were things that I enjoyed growing up. And we, those were just the seasonal activities that filled my life for a very long time. And I'd gone away for like a decade. So it was, they were very interesting out of the box details and they're all very, very true. Walter was at the time living on the Cape. Walter is an avid skier. And when we started to date, he basically introduced skiing to my children. It was something we did as a family. Walter has had, you know, a boat or boats. Um, He's always sort of looking for his next boat since the time I met him. And it's a very big part of our lifestyle and, and sort of the way as a family, we all come together. And then you threw in this crazy detail. There's this very iconic old school restaurant. It's either the chart house or the chart room that's in Boston. That's a couple blocks away from my hotel. And you said, okay, this is really weird, but spirit just told me that somehow the chart room is going to come up like this person and all it's meant, he's not going to take you there, but you're just meant to know this is it. This is the guy. And I said to you, Jill, no one my age has been to the chart room or the chart house, whichever it is, since like 1988. So I, I think it's highly unlikely that some guy is going to bring this up. And it took a while, like maybe it was six months later, but Walter literally came and met me at the hotel and he talked about how he had just taken these older clients, these gentlemen, for a drink at the chart house or the chart room. And I remember my jaw dropped to the ground and I didn't want him to think... Um, I hadn't really shared with him, you know, the extent of my relationship with you and on all these tidbits and things that you would say to me. But I knew in a moment, I said, now, how did she know that? Because that is very random and very unique. I mean, again, who my age was talking about the chart room or the chart house. So yes, I remember another detail, which I always remember. And sometimes I share this, you know, anonymous, of course, who my client was, was I remember seeing so clearly that ships were in Boston Harbor at the time, and they all had like flags flying on their masts. And 
I thought it was somewhere in the Caribbean. I thought it was somewhere else. I said, you'll know that the man that you're going to marry is in your life when you see these ships in a harbor and they're flying flags and they're flying flags along their masts. And I think that this did get validated for you because it you had a date with him in the harbor during the Boston Tall Ship. Yeah, you're right. That was that was another one. And then the other one that I really remember is that once Walter and I were dating, we had had a conversation about a timeline um, for buying a home and getting married. And Walter's timeline was a year um, delayed from what I envisioned as ideal as the mother of a bunch of elementary school age children. I, I wasn't really interested. You know, I wanted to seal the deal. And you said, no, no, it's not a year from May. It's this May. And I said, it's not this May, Jill. And you said, no, it is. And this is, say, let's say this was in um, late March, so literally within weeks of May. And Walter came to me in May and said, just for fun, let's go look at houses. Let's just go to open houses just so we'll have a sense of what we want to buy in a year. And I said, sure. And by the next Monday, three days later, he had literally, we, we had made an offer on a house. We had moved into that. And, and I saw you and I said, Jill, I, I can't believe this. And you, you, you had been telling me for, for nine months, I think, leading into it, that I would be living in my own home with Walter in the month of August. I remember seeing you on Easter that year before we were looking at the open houses in May and, and meeting a friend of yours who was also psychic. And she said the same thing too. She said, no, you are, you are going to be living in a house with Walter in August. And I, um, I smiled because I was happy to hear that you thought this. But at that point, given what he was saying to me, I said, there's no way that's happening. That's just not our timeline. It's not realistic. And then sure enough, I was moving into my house the first week in August. Voila. Well, thank you for sharing, Kelly Doyle. What an interesting timeline that we have shared together. And I'm glad that I have been able to be of service and help your life keep getting better and better. It's, it's really from when you met me into where you are now, you have gone through major transformation. And major, you've had your ups and downs, you've had losses, but you have come out on the other side of that empowered and inspired. So thank you for sharing. Welcome back to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. Kelly Doyle, thank you for being my guest and sharing your experiences working with me for the past 12 years. And to my listeners who may want to get session work with me or a reading, go to my website, www.jilljardine.com, and book a session and find out more how to work with me. Now I invite my listeners to relax, whether seated or lying down, to receive a gong healing session. Kelly? I am so excited to get gonged. So relax and receive. Uh, for the gong healing, what you need to know is that this is a vibrational experience. It helps to clear anxiety. It's very relaxing. It's going to send healing energies through the quantum field and raise your vibration. So get situated.
Stay tuned for my next episode of Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine when I'll interview another exciting, informative guest and share with you healing techniques and methods.